Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Seds and Sandals, a PNE podcast by the Lancashire Post. This week we're talking about the start of North End's reserve side, the upcoming trips to Bristol City and Sheffield United. So let's get into it. Hello and welcome to Seds and Sandals. My name is Tom Sandals and with me, as always, is Dave Seddon. Dave, how are we? Not too bad, thank you. First of all, a bit of housekeeping here. If you're hearing a bit of a tap, tap, tap in the background... We don't know where it's coming from. Yeah, but we it was the aircon. We're in the office. We turned the aircon off, so we're a bit hot. Well, yeah. the aircon in the office next door. Anyway, that I don't know. That seemed to solve it. Then it started again. Either that, or there's someone tapping to get outside, or trying to burgle <laughs> burgle the place. Anyway, but, uh, but but the main thing is we tried to sort it, and we yeah. might not have done, yeah. but we have tried. But there'll be plenty of hot air and nonsense from us <laughs> yeah. over the next hour or so to sort of drown yeah. it out. In the middle of a heat wave in September as well. Yeah, there's but plenty if, of hot air yeah. going around. But if you hear a tap tap and think it's some kind of water torture or something, <laughs> yeah. uh, our apologies. Yeah, but uh, you're back. We were just saying then. Getting well, gearing up for your first first game in a while. Isn't can it? I just say I've been back from the holidays well over well ten days now. So we were, I was here for transfer deadline. Yeah, we, was, you know, yeah, we yeah. Did, did. We did do the podcast last yeah, week, didn't we? Yeah, but no, or, no. Um, our, our first pre-game podcast for for a while. For a while. Yeah, yeah, since pre-reading, probably yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. So uh, um, yeah. yeah. So here we go. Yeah, back to the grind. Yeah. Got a few minutes, uh, we'll start with it. Got a few minutes in the weekend, in the reserve game, didn't you? Yeah, I got vital minutes on yeah. the belt, mate. Some, yeah, some journalistic minutes. Getting no, uh, yeah, went, went went to North End's first Central League game for nine years, I think it is. Mm. Uh, they played Walsall at Exton's training, you know, Penny's training ground at Exton on Tuesday afternoon. Gotta love the M6. Yeah, you do. Yeah, that was, yeah, first, first game in nine years and it got delayed by <laughs> half an hour because there was a really serious accident to be, you know, just bringing it the tone a little bit <laughs> yeah. more somber there was a really bad accident on the m6 which closed both directions i think mm. the the walsall team who came in sort of some came in cars some came on a minibus they all had to divert round and so we were a little bit late arriving and some of them went went to exton villa's ground to start with oh, right. so i did notice on walsall's website it was saying yeah our reserves are playing at the exton villa stadium now oh. a bit of a grand title anyway yeah. um I was sat in the car. I got I, I got I got to Exton sort of for you know in time, being very professional to sort of get team sheets and things like that. And um, I'd set off after the announcement was put out that it might be delayed. So I didn't know about the delay until I got there. Anyway, I sat in the car, and after a while, some of the Walsall team slowly started arriving, and they they were talking to their coach who who arrived separately. And he said, "Well, what were you doing? Sent us to Exton Villas ground." Yeah. So. Uh, so if Exton Villa suddenly have a good side this weekend, yeah. you know. <laughs> Exton Villa of Sam Johnston fame, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, 
Yeah, so, yeah, they could, might have signed up a few players with uh, Birmingham accents. Yeah. <laughs> but North End won one in the end, wasn't it? Yeah, it was... I mean, I wasn't there. I was. That was my, I booked a day off. I ended up going for a, a pancake at Wall instead and went up Beacon Fell. Wow. Got out, got out of bed at 11 o'clock. <laughs> That's yeah, how you do a day yeah. off. Absolutely. Well done, Tom. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so, no, it was, it, the game was all right, to be fair. Um Sort of, it was a strong North End side when you looked at it. Mm. You know, I'm not saying there's probably too many in there who will be start. looking to start on Saturday, yeah. but you know, you saw you had Connor Wickham who's on trial alongside the new loan signing Josh Murphy up front, which wasn't mm. a bad two. Yeah, you had Brad Potts playing just behind. Uh, then you had Thomas, Jamie Thomas, and Lewis Lee midfield. Wing backs were. Adam O'Reilly and uh, Jack Baxter, and then three centre-halves, Paul Huntington with Joe Rafferty and Greg Cunningham either side, and then Declan running goal. So mm. it's a pretty strong line up that. And it's a good opportunity for people to to get a look at, at players that you'd want to get a look at as well, yeah. I suppose. Like Lewis Lee, Jamie Thomas, Connor Wickham, Josh Murphy. They're all people that have not seen a lot of, obviously, no. for obvious reasons for some, yeah. but that you are keen to see how they could affect Peony. Well, yeah, you got you got players like that. We, we we got glimpses of some of them, such as Lewis Lee, Jamie Thomas, during the pre-season friendlies. Yeah. But there's other lads, you know, who we've not seen a great deal of, you know, first team wise because of the you know empty stadium last year, and then mm. not having a reserve side, it's been sort of behind, you know, it's bounce games and yeah. things like that. Yeah. You, you fancied yeah. Lewis Lee to maybe make a stamp on the first team, yeah. then got COVID at the start, so yeah. you're there like when push comes to shove, what is he like? You don't know. So yeah, but. There are two, we'll get to the game in a minute, but the yeah. two, two I was quite impressive actually, it was Adam O'Reilly and Jack Baxter, they played as the wing-backs, both midfielders by trade, mm. but to, they had they had others who could play midfield, so they, they, they put those two lads who've come through at about the same stage, haven't they, a year or yeah. so apart. As wing-backs, I thought they did really well, I thought Adam O'Reilly's um, quite a tidy player actually, I quite enjoyed watching him on the, on, on the right-hand side, and then Jack Baxter, who's more filling in on the left, I think mm. he did in that Friendly at Bolton, Bolton didn't it? Yeah, yeah at Leyland. Half an hour, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, something like that. And Ethan yeah. Walker came on. Yeah, and I thought, bar a couple of if he first touches in the first couple of minutes, I think he let one under his boot and misplaced pass or two. But after that, he really settled down into it. And I think mm. he was on until the 70th minute this time. And he put in some good crosses, you know, and I just thought his positioning looked really good. And I just, mm. just Both quite enjoyed it. as well, aren't they? Yeah. Very just, fit and you know, last time we saw Jack Baxter, really, he was, he just looked like a, uh, you know, sort of skinny little teenager, you know, <laughs> a little lad in there. But, you know, he's 20 now, he's he's filled out a bit. He's had his sort of six months playing on loan in Cork. Yeah, they've uh, had loans elsewhere, yeah, which will have he, helped them. He just looks a bit bit of a bigger guy, you know, like, mm. you know, more more equipped for it. And no, I say they, they, those two slightly caught my eye and um, and they moved just before North End equalised, they moved Adam O'Reilly into midfield and they made a couple, you know, made a substitution. And that just seemed to, got got Roll Riley on the ball in midfield and he set up Brad Potts for the equaliser which mm. was uh, which was nice but uh, played a lot in that number especially because I, I watched a little bit of the academy when uh, he was coming through mm. um obviously Alex Neil was in charge and they play the same way um and he was generally that number 10 mm. in that 4-2-3-1 generally played that number 10 so he's that kind of he is that more attacking kind of midfielder mm -hmm. so you know impressions of him potentially at wing back may not necessarily be fair until he's given a decent 
trot at centre mid, yeah. but, but to so still do well yeah. at, at, at fullback is, you know, fair play to him. You think about going forward though, you know, the midfield has got competition for places. <laughs> yeah. and, but you know, signed like, more. <laughs> maybe maybe these reserve games, it gives them a bit more scope mm. to have a look at him, to, for mm. fans to have a look at him as well, you know, and it's a way of keeping, you know, the alternative is to go out on loan again, like Baxter was on loan in the League of Ireland. He went to Waterford from sort of March till June. Yeah. But their season finishes in October, and I think their transfer window's gone. So you want there's no Irish market for him to sort of go and get some more loan football. And you're looking if he's going to get regular football. It's either going to be in the reserves at Preston at the moment, or sort of a non-league loan, yeah. which which is still available, but probably needs a bit a bit more than that. But yeah, but I suppose if he is getting minutes in reserves, mm-hmm. it means those in non-league can see him and yeah. he can p- play a bit more for three points and being a senior dressing room and, and matter a bit more all that sort of yeah. stuff that you kind of want and the reserves kind of ticks that box but decent amount of fans down as well yeah the i think the official website gave it, it was 157 oh. um on a tent on the attendance which i thought was pretty decent on yeah. a, a tuesday afternoon it was free mm. to get in but um, I think what was nice was like the about ten minutes in, they brought a lot of like ice lollies around, yeah. and bottles of water for the crowd, which was nice. Yeah, because you know? so, yeah. um, there've been a few grumbles about there weren't that many facilities for fans, but there was a couple mm. of pause to lose as well if you caught short or whatever. So yeah. it was just you know it was a decent afternoon. Kind of did what they could with yeah, the situation because yeah. at the end of the day it's still a training ground, it's, so it's, it's not a training ground. It's still in a bit of a, it's in a COVID bubble. Yeah, so. Fans are very much kept on one side of the pitch and officials on the other, you know, on mm. the building side. And, you know, that, that that's the way they have to do it, really. Yeah, and I mean, at the end of the day, if you want to be cutthroat about it, they can't really be that welcoming. So to do mm. stuff like that, I mean, yeah. fair play, they, they're making the effort, aren't yeah. they? Trying? The alternative is that you go and pay to hire out a non-league ground, you know. Mm. In the past, North End have played at Bamber Bridge, Bridge they played yeah. at Chorley, they've played at Lancaster, um, for a couple of seasons, I think when Craig Brown was manager, so they have used sort of outgrounds in the past. Mm. But I suppose, as an expense point of view, it is yeah. going to be better. You know, at the moment, it's costing them nothing to play at a training ground. Mm. So, but the game in the game, just in sort of summary, Tom was like, Walsall took the lead three minutes in, and it was a cracking volley from a lad. They had two trialists listed as trialists. A trialist mm. family turned up again. Yeah. The lad scored an absolutely terrifically executed volley. You know, if you if you're going to take a trialist on, I think that <laughs> if you're going to take him on and offer him a contract, you'd yeah. probably like, uh, yep, you'll do for us. Come from the it? Jamie Thomas school of yeah. making an impression. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it must be something about that pitch. Yeah, was, yeah. And uh, but then really, North End boss the rest of the first half. Um, they missed a penalty. Brad Potts mm. had been fouled, and Connor Wickham saw his penalty saved. Hit it hard enough, but probably too near the keeper. Good height for the keeper, as you say. <laughs> a few other chances went begging, and they, they got back into it. Uh, Equalised after an hour, and it was a good, I say, good run by O'Reilly. Mm. Passed it to Potts, and Potts does sort of similar what you've seen him do before. Sort of run onto it, edge of the box, and sort of mm. coming in on the angle, stroke it across the keeper into the far corner. So mm. it was quite a nice, it was a nice finish from him. Saw a lot more of Brad Potts in the second half, and maybe we'd done in the first. Yeah, uh, you know. Three or four times in that second half, he made a sort of similar run to how he scored and looked, looked quite dangerous. To be fair, is he going to look better than most though? Because he's probably had the most minutes in that yeah, team as well. Though. You'd think so. Yeah, yeah. But you know, I'm not trying to tear him no, down or anything. But well, yeah, no. I think you know a lot of people want to with Brad Potts. You know, mm. and he's got his faults. He's never going to be a favourite here. But you know, no, to be fair, I thought he, he looked pretty decent out of probably the pick of the bunch. Certainly in the second half, there were a bit of a lot of eyes on Connor Wickham as well. Yeah, what did you make yeah. Of him? 
Yeah, you need a lot of ice because you're a big fella. Blimey, <laughs> I tell you one thing. If you, if you met him in a dark alley at night, you'd, uh, you'd, you'd, you'd try and get out there quick. No, but he's, he's a big lad, 6364, yeah. quite wide. He's a unit, as you say. Sleeve of tattoos, you know, <laughs> sort of as he's a footballer's want these days. Yeah. But I thought he did really well, probably for 45 minutes, um, fleetingly in the second half. But I think he ran out of gas. Yeah. It was a not afternoon anyway. Mm. He's not played a lot. He's not played football competitively for like 12 months. Yeah, 12 months for yeah. a proper first team game. So he was found, you know, in that area. He didn't look, look razor sharp, let's put it that way. But, yeah. you know, the first half, there was one run he made. He absolutely left his marker for dead, you know, to chase the ball down the channel. A couple of other bits and pieces. He should have scored with a penalty, obviously. Mm. He, you know, he wanted to. But, no, I thought he linked up well with Josh Murphy up front, which. Um, that's obviously why you think of Josh Murphy as a winger. He come to press, and I think they're going to play him as a second striker. And yep. uh, but th- those two got quite a nice little understanding for you know part of the first half. So uh, yeah, but I think there's work still to do for Wickham. You yep. know, like um, if needs North to be fitter and yeah, I mean yeah. you've got to last more than forty five. Yeah, we're not day. talking about fitness as in oh god, I can't run. But no, we're talking about match sharpness being effective and, and yeah, yeah, and still you know. He, he got through 90, which won't have done him any harm. Yep. You're probably blowing a bit towards the end of it. Mm. And, and as I say, it was a really hot day. You know, it probably wasn't wasn't the easiest of games to go and, um, you know, play. Try and, yeah, yeah, try, try and make an impression it. in. And yeah, but, you know, if they were to offer him another week's training or something after this, and maybe the chance of another, you know, when the next reserve game comes round, mm. might be worth him taking it, it really was. Just See, depends what else he's got on offer. But I presume the fact that he's been at North End now nigh on three weeks... Mm means there's not a queue of clubs waiting for him, so North End might be able yeah. to take the time with him. I heard when he first came in that there wasn't anything else going for him, so mm. it was a case, and he was open, you know, the club have said, if you if there's something out there for you, by all means, we'll run the rule over you, we'll take our time on you. If there's something else, we, obviously we can't stop you, but I heard there wasn't anything mm. going for him at that time. If you heard anything in terms of whether there'll be a move for him anytime soon or anything like that. I've not heard it? anything apart from what his future plans are. I yeah. think um, the free agent market is one which has come into focus now that the transfer window yeah. shut. You know, like clubs are, if they need a striker, you know, who's available. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got Andy Carroll knocking around that yeah, there, yeah. people like that. I reeled uh, off a, a yeah. load last podcast, didn't we I? We did, yeah. Decent yeah. And Con- Connor Wickham will be on that list, but, you know, I thought, you know... If 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 a, a club in the championship are offering you the chance to get back in, it's not bad, is it? It's not a bad standard. It's not a League One club or a League Two club offering you a sort of three month contract. Yes, yeah. um, you know if if if, if Wickham was to impress sufficiently, you thought he'd get a deal for the rest of the season, wouldn't you? Yeah, um, it's you know, a good, it's go a good level there. to come back in. At, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, as I say, you're not working to rebuild, and yeah, because yeah. he's well, he's 28, so he's not. He, you know, he, he's still he, got he, four or five years. years or, yeah, you know, yeah, so, decent um, amount. And yeah. he will looking at him, the size he is, and whatever. I think he's a, a bit different to Chad Evans, mm. and I think he could offer something a bit different up there. Mm. But as you said, you need to get him fit and he needs to be able to sort of, if you're going to offer him a contract, he needs to be able to push himself a bit yeah. more through. Even and make sure he pushes the, the other strikers. Well, yeah, I don't think it was, it wasn't the case he wasn't training or anything yeah. yesterday or I just think it was, it was a hard, it was a damn hard, damn hot day, yeah. hard game, you know, and, uh, you know, he's, he's not a whipper, you know, if you're a young whippersnapper, I suppose, picking up, you know, a sort of five foot nine midfielder, mm-hmm. 
a winger picking up your fitness isn't much of an issue but yeah. when you're six foot three you've got to lug all that around <laughs> yeah you know it's got to take you a little bit to get that sharpness yeah. I would have thought Josh Murphy looking sharp though he did look yeah look quick yeah, yeah. And a little burst so he's had he's been involved yeah at Cardiff and things yeah yeah no just he, he played a couple of Caribou Cup games yeah. for them this season and he won he just came on for the last few minutes as a sub and scored and then I think he started the, the, the last one so he has got you know he has had match time but not as much as he would have wanted so mm. I think it was 45 minutes was always planned. You saw Joe Rodwell Grant warming up on the other pitches well before half-time. Mm. So you knew he was ready to come on, you know, it's just yeah. a pre-arranged It's a good thought. sign for Murphy yeah. in that yeah. North End didn't feel he needed more than no. 45. It was 45 keeping ticking over and yeah. make sure that just, yeah. I mean, let's be fair, he's going to be in the matchday squad yeah. come Saturday. So yeah. He's one, yeah, I could see him on the bench, certainly, you yeah. know, because I, we'll probably get to the game later, but. I don't see the reason for changing the team at the moment. So. Yeah, no, that's it. Yeah, but well, I, you know, but yeah, but overall, I, what, one thing I really enjoyed about watching the reserves, obviously, you, 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 we were right close to the pitch, and, mm. and you know, the players are talking through, and I thought, you know, Paul Huntington played, and it was great to see him back. He's had an yeah. issue from pre-season where he's now back fully training, but he obviously needs the minutes. He got ninety minutes, wore his black boots. Mm-hmm. He got through. Hair's got a bit lighter as well. Must be all that sunshine we're having at the moment. It was just nice to see him back. And then no chest pump after the game. No, no, no. <laughs> in, in know, the, the, the badge, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, you know, and I just like the way you know the senior players as well. We're talking to the younger players. You know, Joe Rafferty's got his you know critics at North End. But I tell you one thing, he's not afraid to open his mouth. Yeah, he talks on the pitch, doesn't he? He does talk. Yeah. And then Declan Rudd at the back, it was superb. I could have sat there and listened to him all afternoon, Mm. you know, like having a go at the linesman, the ref, his teammates, you know, not having a go, but sort of running it almost, you know. And you could see with Rudd, he was that pair of eyes at the back, Mm. you know, when we were going forward, you know, even when you know, Walsall had the ball at the back and were trying to play out from the back. It was like, don't let him out, don't let him out. You know, yeah. was, he wasn't the captain on the day, but he was as vocal as anything mm. that you could have heard. I remember hearing Joe Rafferty a lot at Accrington yeah. in that pre-season friendly and it, mm. I thought the same then, to be yeah. fair. He, he opens his mouth a lot. Yeah, um, he wasn't prepared, he wasn't afraid to tell the younger players as well. It's not criticism, it's just yeah. like, if you're going to learn the game, yeah, sometimes in the heat of the moment, you've got to say... You know, like the yeah, yeah. Ethan Walker came on as sub. You know, like Joe Rafferty at one point. You know, Ethan, you're far too high there. You know, you need yeah, to get yeah, you back yeah. here. Like, yeah. you know, look, look With out. a few f bombs in there, I'm yeah, sure from a scouser. Yeah, yeah. Um, any word yet on uh, the final 25 man squad? What I've heard, right? It's the registered a squad. Yeah, you don't need to register 25. Yeah. Once you get to 25, it's then difficult to. I think you can only swap if you get a really bad injury. And that's with consent as well. It's not an automatic thing. Mm-hmm. So w- what I was told last week is that North End would leave a space free for Connor Wickham if he was going to impress. So probably so that means they've not registered 25, maybe 24. And I even heard that they'd maybe only registered 23 because they were still making their minds up about between picking a, a more attacking player or a more defensive player in it. And... They can do that at any time. That's mm-hmm. true. As long as you've not got your full 25, if you've got 23, 24 registered, the next taking up to 25 can be done at any time between right. here and January. So it's not much of an issue. Now, North End might be thinking, they'll have a look at that reserve game. They'll have a look in training. They'll probably maybe see how they do in the first couple of games back. 
And if there's any injuries hit or a bit of COVID or something, mm. that might sort of force a hand. Well, we were looking a little bit light in that area. We better yeah. put X there or should we put Y there at the moment? So there will be players left. There, there has, has to, to be. Yeah. There has to be. Izzy Brown won't be registered because he's not ready. Yep. You know, he'll be no yeah, injured until next, you know, until 2022, you know. So that'd be a, that'd be a decision for January. Yeah. Whether so, yeah. You... so that's 29 coming down to 28. Yeah. Then one goalkeeper, one goalkeeper is not going to make it. Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably Colin Ripley. I'd say. Then you, then you're into the. You're looking at your defenders. You're looking at Rafferty. You're looking at Huntington. You're looking at Ben Harrop in midfield. Yeah, people like that. So, so as I say, there's no different. You know, it's not as if they had, by last Friday they had to register a squad. Mm-hmm. Which they did. Mm. You don't need to register all twenty-five. They may have only registered eighteen for yeah. Saturday's game. No, for I example. think they would have done more. No, I think no, no. Uh, but yeah, yeah. in theory, yeah, that's in all theory. you have to do. And then as you go yeah. along, whoever yeah. you need, you can just. Yeah. And then, of course, anyone aged under the twenty-one, aged under twenty-one, yeah. can it doesn't you don't need to register them, and they're there. So you might say, oh, we're only registered twenty-three, but on top of that twenty-three, you've probably got seven or eight mm-hmm. of the younger lads like Lewis Lee, mm-hmm. like uh, whatever. Tell you, Ali McCann, the new signing from um, St. Johnson, he was about two weeks away from qualifying as an under-21 player. The, the cut-off is January the 1st. Right. If you were under-21 on January the 1st, if you were mm. born on January the 2nd, yeah. and you're now 21, yeah. You're fine, you, you count as an under-21 player. But unfortunately, he was born about 18th of December, something 11th of December, something like that. So 4th of December. 4th of the yeah. So he's, he's like a month too old, you know, yeah. basically. You know, So they could have, you know, like if he'd had his birthday a month later, mm. they could have squeezed him in as an under-21 player. But obviously, he does he does fill a, a place. Yeah, know, that'd be interesting to see if he's uh, involved at the weekend yeah, as well. Yeah, so we'll get on to that, can't we? And, yeah. Uh, no, but you know, so with the squad, it's quite. It's still a little bit of flexibility about it, you know. So at some point, they will have twenty-five players registered, yeah. plus the younger players as well. Yeah. Um, but at the moment, they, yeah, I think, they're probably making up their mind on Wickham and maybe mm. you know weighing up between a couple of players in different positions. Do you go for Wickham? I'd like to maybe another week's training. We don't see the training sessions. We yeah. just see that it's hard. To, you know, we turn up and watch one. Yeah, game. we see him, we see him yeah. play one game at, yeah. in twenty odd degrees. Yeah, you that, know, yeah, after Matt, twelve yeah. months out, it's up to Frankie Backerway to have a look what he looks like in you know in the training. The, the coaches tend to know a little bit. You know, they yeah. see other things, aren't they? And uh, and decide from there. But I think. No offence, I know, I know they, we were crying out, oh, we've got to go and get a striker, we're going to get a striker. But if, if it means waiting a couple more weeks, mm. I'd wait a couple more weeks, see how he shows up in training, maybe gets another 90 minutes in another one of these games under his belt. I think I think the reception for him as well is going to be a lot different a couple of weeks down the line rather than had he been in for one week and North End took him straight away. Cause yeah. it, it, you can see the running rule, you can see that they're doing the due diligence and mm. all that sort of stuff, the... They're making sure he's the right fit, he's yeah. going to stay fit, all that sort of stuff. So yeah. I think as well, it's all eased a lot by Emil Reese banging him in. Yeah, yeah, but recent if, results have eased it. Yeah. If, if they hadn't have had the results against Peterborough and Swansea... If they'd have started with yeah. two wins and lost three in a row instead, yeah. mm. it would have been a lot different. But yeah. that's just the nature of beast in football, I suppose, isn't it? Whoever comes in, if he comes in, 
he has to be something a little bit different to what they've got mm-hmm. and hope and improve them, you know. Yeah. So uh, and you know, yeah. Be able to probably play in a two is yeah. important. That, yeah. That's the type that kind of links up well. And I which think I suppose Wickham kind of is. I think he would. He, you know, mm. he's, he, he's a, a bit of a foil. He's a target. Yeah. I'm not saying he's a target man. That's probably a bit. He's going to occupy the defence though, isn't yeah. he? If you've got a six foot four striker, yeah. no matter what, the centre halves are thinking. We just need to be aware of him because one v one, you'd like to back him yeah. to win as many as he loses in terms of, you know, keep even yeah. if he's running with the ball or whatever. So another defender has to cover, can leave someone spare, or, you know, or the, the knock-on effect of that. And if he's got someone a bit quicker next to him, mm. with pace, if you're playing Murphy off him, even if you're playing Reese off him, I know mm. Reese isn't a target man, is he? You no. Know, you know, in the air, he can't yeah. take the ball in and spin and whatever. But you you know... He's you definitely could, more the you, last shoulder yeah, kind you, of player. you could play Reese off him comfortably, you could play Sean Maguire off him, you could yeah. play Barquez and you could play... Scott Sinclair off him, so yeah. you know, but he, he has to prove that he, he's worth the contract and yeah. worth. If he comes in and gets a squad place, that's someone else on the books mm. getting paid, who's not going to be able to play. You've got to guarantee football. what twenty twenty five games from him. Yeah, can season, you yeah. can you guarantee that yeah, at this well, point? We don't know. That's do what we? we'll have yeah, to see. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's, that's 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 what North, they're supposedly working out. That's no offense decision to weigh up, and yeah. ju- just on that twenty five man squad, apparently. These squads only apply to championship games or if you're in League One or League Two, you know, your mm-hmm. games there. EFL Cup, Carabao Cup, um, FA Cup, they can play in, you know, right. the, the, the squad rule applies. For, mm-hmm. So you might get a player who, if anyone's left out of this 25 man squad or however many it is, yep. they could potentially play against Cheltenham, for example, you know, although I'd like to see a a pretty strong side there. Myself. Yeah, yeah. Let's get through that. Yeah, but that's definitely. for another day. No, that is. That mm. is. That'll be probably next. Two weeks. Yeah, 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 a couple of weeks. 20th, isn't it? Yeah. We'll go 21st. on to Bristol City at yeah. the weekend. Um, I was I was writing for the uh, paper this morning and got beat by Bristol City last season. Preston did. Yes. First time since... First time in 15 meetings yeah. altogether. Like, not no matter, not, not away, not home, like 15 Being, games yeah. in a row now when we're unbeaten. The, the last time they'd lost, it was 4-0 at home. They got beat 4-0 mm. at home. I remember Colin McLaughlin oh, suffered a horrible injury in that one, mm. was it Colin McLaughlin? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, yeah, it was under Phil Brown. And they absolutely tanked yeah. us that day. And then after that, we just had the sign on them. There was, a, there was a similar sort of injury not long after, yeah. wasn't there? Adam Barton, Adam Barton Coventry, yeah. was yeah. it? Um, oh, no, he went like to Coventry, that. I think. Yeah, but no, but it was Colin McLaughlin that day. Yeah, so yeah. You, go, you were going back to 2011, something yeah. like that, on the Phil Brown when, when they last... They completely had the wood over them. Yeah, yeah, we had some great results. And um, unfortunately, that run came to an end in January. Yeah, 2-0. It was a, yeah, it was, a, it was early, early January, I think... It, it was a nothing game. It was Daniel Everson's debut. Mm. I think Evans came off the bench during it. I think Malumbi had signed and Whiteman had signed by then. Um, expecting a bit from him that day and it was just a sort of, you know, just a, not a bad performance, but it was just nothing, you know. That's kind of what North End seasons were like. Yeah. like oh, I kind of fancy us today or, and it was after, you know, it was see after, what they can do. Afterwards, I remember being on the Zoom call as we had to do press conferences mm. then. The lawnmowers were going... <laughs> Ten to the dozen on the pitch below. Yeah. It made it hard to hear, but I remember that was a game when Alex Neal said, uh, "I didn't bring Pen Pearson down here because he's, you know, yeah. on players who are going to be signing contracts, etc." So that was it. Was a bit of a bit of a bad day all around yeah. that one. So sixteenth of January. Yeah. So I'm hoping now that um, 
Saturday's visit to Ashton Gate will be a lot better, and you'll you'll be yeah. coming down, Tom. As well. I will, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're new, you know. Now now you're freed under. I know, yeah. Because it was only you know just to explain no, like, last I season. Follow. Last season during the restrictions, it was tend to be one reporter per club. Mm. Well, the EFL organization rules, going it, yeah. down, yeah. So more often than not, Tom was confined to barracks, but yeah, no, back on away matches. I know, yeah. Week. Can't wait for the three and a half hour trip down to Bristol. I'll try and stay awake. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I've been, I have been before. I went with my dad. Um, mm. They played, I'm trying to see it now. I've got the results up. Um, trying to find it. Callum Robinson scored. Mm. Thing is, that one, 2016? No, it's Callum good. Robinson scored. I think it was 2 1. Mm hmm. Yeah, and um, Galley scored, oh, did he? Yeah, uh, yeah, Galley. I think it was on the on the turn from yeah. the far side, like he kind of turned and volleyed at the same early, time. Early Alex Neil, that. Early yeah, Alex Neil. Yeah, yeah. I and, think the, uh, one of my favourite ones down there was like a couple of seasons before in the promotion season. I'm mm. sure. Callum Robinson got the winner. He did like scoring yeah. against them, did he? Because he, he went brought, on, went on lo- Did he go on loan there? Yeah, afterwards. He did, didn't he? Lee Johnson, yeah. No, they won one nil down there and Callum Robinson scored. Mm. Joe Garner got injured and came off, looked really innocuous, but ended up missing about three or four months. Mm. He brought Tulson Stuckman back in goal for Jamie Johnson. Jamie Jones, Jamie even. Jones. Yeah. yeah. Jamie Johnson. CBBC <laughs> programme, isn't it? <laughs> uh, yeah, at that day and, and, and North End won one nil. I think Bristol City and us were both going great guns at the top mm. and uh Callum Robinson scored. They were rebuilding the ground at the time. I think yeah. he scored in front of a building site. But it was, <laughs> right. uh, it was, ah, that's the one I found, man. Yeah. Um, what was it? Uh, November 2017. Mm-hmm. Gallagher and Robinson. Collie Woodrow scored in 90th minute for Bristol City. Yeah. I remember a really good like cross from the right. Mm-hmm. Night match. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think yeah. it might have been Barky going down the right. Mm-hmm. Or uh, could have been Hugel. Mm-hmm. And um, crossed it. And he, as he... Like he slid in for it, yeah. but opened his body and like Which left foot into across. the far corner. I yeah. thought it was such a smart finish. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I remember that. I remember getting a really good burger before. There's a nice like setup in it, Ashton Gate. To be <laughs> fair, is, like yeah. they got the the band and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. And yeah, it's a, ni- it's a nice ground. It's a nice city. Yeah. Yeah. My first visit there was uh, with North End about nineteen. 1987, I think we just got promoted, or it was the mm. season after we got promoted under John McGrath and went down there early season, got a one-all draw, Gary Brazil scored, something like that. Mm. McGrath Bone was playing in the team, that's what All I remember right. about it. But uh, went on the coaches then from North End, I think it were Fishwick coaches, and normally for the long-distance away matches, you got quite a nice upgrade on coach. Yeah. But it was early season, so the coaches were probably out on holidays, you know, taking pensioners down to the <laughs> yeah. South End and things like that. We got this. This bus turned up to pick us up at the bus station. Thought that's never going to get to Bristol. <laughs> anyway, we managed it somehow. <laughs> Took a long time. All the screws coming out on the way. Yeah, and all that enough. Yeah, yeah. It was leaning slightly to one side. <laughs> yeah. It was like, yeah. Anyway, enough of that. They've had a decent start though, Bristol. I and mean, again, I'm not revealing everything I wrote in the paper, but uh, I wrote in the paper they've had like the most average start possible. They've had, they've they've won two, drawn one, lost two, scored seven. Conceded seven. Bang on, isn't it? They're eleventh in the league, so they're very nearly perfectly mid-table. Mm-hmm. They've uh, <laughs> they've no goal difference. Mm-hmm. Won as many as they've lost. Yeah. It, like I mean, it still puts them eleventh, and they're only two points. I know it's still early. Two points off the playoffs, so it's not a bad start, even though it's really uh, average. <laughs> North End, obviously, North End and Bristol City's paths have crossed mm. so much, haven't they? We came yeah. up together. Yeah, in they were champions, weren't they? Yeah, and we've been in the same division ever since. Yeah. I think probably our finishes over the course of a season are much stronger than theirs mm-hmm. in terms of placing. And they've spent a bit more. Yeah, and I think yeah, I think they've probably finished above North End once or twice, mm. but 
they've you know there was one season they only survived on the last game of the season mm. but so to be honest from going up together we've probably had the better of it mm-hmm. um as I say we've had the better of them on the pitch generally yeah. but they're probably club wise yeah I've spent a lot of money mm-hmm. but more than we have I think they expected a lot from Lee yeah, Johnson there's a, yeah. it was similar where they were both sort of pushing mm-hmm. for the playoffs but Bristol City away, were, yeah. were spending the money to yeah. try and get the extra. They were spending like five million on a striker and things yeah. like that to, to try and, which yeah. is what North End fans were crying out for. Mm-hmm. Yet, as you say, yeah. did fall away. Mm-hmm. North End did probably stick on a bit longer than them. And, and they, you know, I think rightly, they probably expected a bit more yeah. during that, that period where Johnson had them going a bit. They've never really pushed on. I remember when they got mm. North End hammered them 5 0 at home mm. towards the end of the season. I think that was the season they survived on the last day or so. Um, but we were so far, it was the end of Simon Grayson's day, wasn't it? It was mm. so good that night. But no, we just think Bristol don't, don't seem to have pushed on. And like the last year after Lee Johnson went, they appointed his care, you know, his, his coach, mm. like at North End, Dean Holden, who lasted in during until about February something like yeah. that and then when you know he got replaced and Nigel Pearson's coming and he didn't have a very good end to last season at all on the no, person I think they were hoping for like a little bit more um, bit of a bounce weren't they yeah they didn't really get it a bit more discipline and yeah. thought you know he'll come in authoritarian he'll get him straight and you know at least we'll survive and hopefully kick on and it's just not really clicked for him hasn't he doesn't it? really know so and, and I don't got, know looking at the squad at the moment if it's going to click mm, much more than where they're at at the moment got off the Leicester side yeah. back <laughs> I can't see him in all honesty being a top six side no, no. I can't see North End being a top six side either yeah. don't get me wrong but yeah. um, you know probably North End and them are again still pretty much locked together yeah, yeah. Um, they've got former PNE Loney, Matty James, yeah, Andy King, and Danny Simpson from yeah. uh, who we all knew from, uh, from Leicester. From Leicester. Days, yeah. I actually forgot that mm. Nigel Pearson was manager of Watford in the Premier League. Wow, yeah, he was. Yeah, like, he got sacked two, two years ago. Before, yeah. yeah, but then got like, so sacked recently. just before the end of the season. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they brought like Hayden Mullins in or something yeah. like that, and they still went down. Yeah, yeah. I completely forgot until I was writing it this morning. I saw. Um, <laughs> I, I remember when Nigel Pearson was Leicester manager. He came here in 2009. We played him. In, we were in the same division as him. Mm. We played him in the League Cup early in the season and beat him 2-1. Then we went to the Walker Stadium, as was mm-hmm. now, what is now the King Power, and we beat him about a month later, 2-1 down at their place. Um, and Pearson was manager then. But I, I just remember um, the Cup game when we beat him. Pearson in the press conference afterwards, he was so prickly. Mm. We used to do the the press room used to be this little hovel underneath the stairs in the finish stand, and he came in there and uh, it was like getting blood out of a stone <laughs> after that game. And uh, it was saw him later. I think later in the season, we beat him at our place. No, beat him at home in the court, won at their place in the league, and then the reverse home game in the league and he came back. I can't mm. remember what the score was that day, but he was so much more pleasant and you yeah, know, like, yeah. the night when we beat him in the cup, we must have got him on a bad night or something. Yeah. But uh, he can be prickly. We've seen the old ostrich. Yeah, I was gonna say he wasn't trying to yeah. identify large birds at No, North he wasn't, was he? no, no, but um but no, but uh, that's what I'd with Pearson, I don't I don't know. Uh, he's he's one of those managers where when he's available and you manage your league you think, Oh let's get Nigel Pearson yeah. Not 100% with him. No, not 100%. no. Um, another mention as well, I'll just say Bristol City uh, and PNE. Because mm-hmm. with the, just the, the games that we've had in the past, one of my favourite PNE home games. Mm-hmm. Um, if you remember, 
going North End still pushing for the playoffs. Alan Brown, Sean Maguire scoring two one at Deepdale. Mm. It was a midweek game, I think, yeah, and the, yeah. just the crowd was really good and like. Yeah. Obviously, Brown scored a pretty... It was a chip, I think, like far a, side yeah, at Invincibles. like a little golf shot, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Chipped his foot under it. And then yeah. Sean Maguire, I think, not long after he joined. And I think DJ just kind of played him yeah. through from centre midfield. Just a straight just a straight little volley over the top, yeah. and he went through. I remember it. it was Maguire. He'd been, it was his first season, but he'd been out. He'd had that injury, that operation mm. on his hamstring. hamstring. And he came back, scored at Bolton on his mm. return. And he had a really good run of goal. I think he scored about five or six goals, didn't he? And yeah. I think that, that was one of them, yeah. yeah. So. And I, think, I think, to be honest, I think that sort of goal is what a lot of people still make mention about mm-hmm. Schoenberg like look yeah. why is he not doing that anymore but the game's changed a lot and he now drops in a bit deeper and yeah. I think partly because the goal's dried up it's just yeah he had to adapt a little bit and I think you know he burst a pace from yeah. his hamstring injuries I suppose you know it might have changed his running style and his playing style yeah um what what do you reckon then Frankie McAvoy goes for Bristol City I know you mentioned it earlier that you don't think He's going to change it much, and I mean, and there isn't a great deal of reason to change yeah, it much. I, yeah, I, I think he should keep it. The bar injuries, COVID, whatever, mm. he should keep the same side that he did against Swansea. He didn't just beat Swansea; he played very well again. You can win yeah. a game without being great. But I thought North End were very good against Swansea, despite falling behind. Yeah, but from the minute they equalised, a minute after their goal, yeah. there wasn't any doubt about the result. And I think when you put in that level of performance. Mm-hmm. They've earned another start. And the fact is, he plays this. He, he, he's not like Alex Neal, who was maybe horses studying. Horses. Yeah, studying it. There will be times when he has to do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But I just think at the moment, they're playing 3 5 2. Everyone's mm-hmm. comfortable in mm-hmm. it. Whether they're playing it home or away, it doesn't really change the way they're going to play it. You might have to hold on to the ball a little bit longer away or something. Mm-hmm. But I just think that side that, you know, as long as I think DJ's back now from mm-hmm. playing for Jamaica, as long as he can come back okay and fit. You got to play him in the number ten to do, put the press on. We well, said thought, it before. Who do you leave out? Yeah, at the moment, yeah, you'd le- you know the yeah right, goalkeeper. Yeah, picks itself. Yeah, yeah. the defense that played last time, it's done. It's won the last yeah. two games. Can't fault it. Story yeah. Bauer Hughes. Yeah, Can't. fine. Yeah, yeah. Interesting story. And uh, Story and Hughes are the only two players who are ever presence in the league. Oh really? I was looking at that. Yeah, and then five games. That's after given five, a lot. They, they, have, they do split opinion at times yeah, as well, which yeah. surprises me. More more story. I think story's been very good. I can see occasionally Hughes mm. can... Story's had his moments as well, to be fair. But two players in the, in your whole squad who mm. only played... We're only five games in. Yeah. Anyway, but that's another matter. So, yeah, yeah that's then your defense what? pick. Sepp and Sepp Josh Sepp, you've got to play. You know, like, there's nothing those two have done wrong to yeah. come out. In fact, Sepp been, scored, didn't he? Yeah, they've been you very know. good. And um, Josh Earl got the assist, so... Yeah. You got, <laughs> you got you got you got Ledson and Whiteman are forming a good format, you know, a yeah. good duo at the yeah. moment. DJ's the same front of them to Nick stuff and yeah. then starting the press. Yeah, Reese and Maguire from the last game, I don't think you could argue with that. I yeah. think I think Evans is back training this week after isolation, whether he'll be ready, I don't know. Yeah, same um, with, that'd be the same with Liam Lindsay. Lin- yeah, so I just don't see the reason to change it. You know, like you got Josh Murphy to come in. Um, who's who's obviously trained from Monday this week with his new colleagues, mm-hmm. some of them. But then you've got Ali McCann to come back. Yep. He plays for Northern Ireland tonight. We're recording this Wednesday early afternoon. So, yep. but so McCann, you know, even if he trained tomorrow, which is unlikely after, you know, mm. even if he he could only maybe get tra- a day training. He could, yeah, he could. He, he maybe put them on the go bench down, I suppose, yeah. as well. If do you know, unless they go Friday, yeah. Friday afternoon. So he might, yeah, he might train Friday. You know, but might even do train a bit tomorrow to get to but they're not going to flog him are they and mm. I think you know if, if, if they're working tactically on Bristol City 
yeah. you know, you, you want to sort of plan in place, really, yeah. don't you? So, uh, um, so yeah, so I just see, I, I see the 11 being the same, yeah. bar injury or whatever. Maybe a couple of changes on the bench, as I say, with the two mm-hmm. new lads being included there. So Yeah, and for example, Josh Harrop and Joe Rafferty were both on the bench last time. Yeah. If you're still making decisions on the Unlike, squad, yeah, yeah. do you include them? Well, Possibly yeah, not. Yeah, yeah. When well, you've got someone like Ali not, McCann and Lewis yeah, Lee that can come in. Yeah, if they're not registered in the squad or whatever, you know, yeah. there's other players available, you know, so, uh, yeah. Yeah. So I, that you know, watch it be totally different and uh, you know, rip it <laughs> yeah. up and make changes. No, but yeah. if if that was me, I, I think no, the starting eleven from the Swansea game have done enough to sort mm. of stay in. Be interesting how they match up to Bristol City as well. They played four four two last mm-hmm. time out, so it'd be interesting to see how that goes. Yeah. And it's generally, I feel like if PNE can sort of win that midfield battle, yeah, mm-hmm. it kind of allows the rest of the team yeah. to tick, doesn't it? Yeah. You, you, I they don't know. You four, can't win. 3-1 as well, Bristol City. That was one of the fans' critics about Alex Neal, was like he was a little bit too bothered about the opposition, about matching up sometimes. Mm. So in some games you do, I think it benefits you to match up and whatever, but sometimes you've got to put your trust in the system, mm. and put your trust in the players. Most recently they've been against the same system near yeah. enough, haven't they? Mm-hmm. With, Peterborough and and Swansea, so yeah. like coming up against something different now they're able to win games. Yeah, mm-hmm. could be uh, could be interesting. But um, Chris Martin and Andre uh, Andreas or Vyman mm-hmm. up front. Yeah, not bad. Not, no, not pedigree. Bad options. Good yeah, pedigree. Yeah, yeah. Vyman was out for a long time with an injury, yeah. wasn't he? Chris yeah. Martin's one of these players. He's, I don't know. He's uh, he's always he's always one that used to attract big money or mm. talk of big money moves. Did well at like sort of well went on loan at Derby, did all right, yeah. and then yeah. from Full, Fulham, yeah. and then it was like Derby kind of wanted him, but it was like no, I'm going back to Fulham. They don't really do much yeah. at, at Fulham after that. Mm-hmm. Um, Sharing your name with a Coldplay lead singer, just <laughs> no. like just uh, sort of I don't know if that holds him back or not. But, yeah, you know. <laughs> the, I, 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 I half wish. I knew Coldplay songs enough to include a pun in there or something, but thankfully I don't. If he gets so. booked, you can go, it was all yellow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, there is that. If, if that happens, I'll sing it on the next podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the No, no, no. <laughs> no we we, You've said it now. We want lists out there. We don't want to, we don't want to frighten them off. I'm clipping it. It's going on Twitter <laughs> and everything. They're not having it. I'm not getting away from it. Um, but I, I watched a little bit of Bristol City not long ago. They had that Masengo who looks really nice. Yep. And I was looking into him. £7 million they paid for him. Yep. Mm-hmm. So you'd expect him to be pretty decent, wouldn't yeah. you? You know, like we were saying before about him spending money. Mm-hmm. You know, seven million pounds. Yeah, and oh, it's taken him a while to to yeah. kind of find his feet as well. You know, they, they do spend money, and I think Juju's left, hasn't he? Um, yeah. yeah, he's gone. He's gone to Turkey. Has he gone yeah. to Turkish football. Linwood uh, Middlesbrough ended up in Turkey. Yeah, he's. Uh, I mean, he's always scored goals from yeah. there. To be mm-hmm. fair, and scored against North End a few times, I think. And At least Aaron Wilbraham's not there anymore. Yeah. He scored against us every week, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. Yeah. Nice of him. Callum Robinson scored against them. They scored against us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's how it used to be, wasn't it? Yeah. What, what do you expect for the weekend then? Back in North End? I'd like to think so, on a bit mm. of a run, yeah. I, I'd like to think they'll come away with something. Mm. You know, I don't think a draw will be a disaster. Depending on how depending on how the game goes, but sometimes you come away from home, sort of thinking, yeah, get bring something home with you. But they, they start with two two away games. Like they got Sheffield United yeah. next Tuesday. That's I know they've not had a good start to the season, but that's a toughie. Mm. So if they've got something to show from both away games mm-hmm. when they come back to Deepdale, so going back to back home games, haven't they? Yeah. So now it's a busy. See what they made of away. It's a busy month. We'll it get is, more yeah. of a pattern now, won't we? It's. Yeah. Um, 
Getting to a Be- before the next international break, it's six league games, one Carabao Cup. Mm-hmm. So they do need to find a little bit of rhythm. Yeah. Sheffield United, we'll touch on it briefly. Mm-hmm. Coming up on Tuesday, a lot again, a lot of money spent, but not quite not quite hitting the straps. I mean, Against Ben Davis. Yeah. Yeah. yeah which so is going to be hard to see. He's been one of their main signings, isn't yeah, he? So yeah. On, on and long. done very well so far yeah. from what I've seen. Uh, yeah. They, they've Twitter. not caught, they've not really caught fire though, Sheffield United. Currently 23rd yeah. on Wednesday the 8th. Yeah. Well, I, I think we said on the podcast before the season when we were making our predictions for the season. I, 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 I really said, fancied him. <laughs> no, I, I went the other way. No, what I said was out the promoted sides were coming down, I can see Fulham and West Brom being right up there. And I said, I can see Chef United eventually being there, but I think, because I, I like the manager, I like Chef United's manager. But, I think they still had the most possession in the league. Yeah, but what, what I just thought, Not with having, coming back down on such a negative last season, it was awful for him, wasn't it? Nothing went right for him. From that high under Chris Wilder to yeah. sort of, Coming back down, coming down with a really low number of points and a low the, number the of goals. I think problems boardroom, isn't it? Yeah, it takes time to get that little bit of negativity out yeah. of the club, and so maybe Janovic this season will be having to work through that. I think he will, you know. Yeah. And I think if they've got money to spend in January and whatnot, he I took think a they little swipe right. at the board, didn't he, just before the, see, the window? And he said, mm-hmm. you know, they've got to live up to the promises they've made and, mm-hmm. and bring players in for me and all this sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. I think mean, you've got like what fifty million pounds worth of strikers, yeah, mm-hmm. and. What I think they scored one goal. Yeah, you got up front of McBurney, McBurney, Brewster, Mousset was yeah. seven million. Yeah, Sharp, Billy Sharp's better than a lot of them, I think. Yeah. You know, like uh, got him for a song, didn't they? Yeah, you know, like and served them really well. But he, the manager won't have been cheap to hire. Yeah, he got a good reputation. Sander Berger midfield about seventeen yeah, million yeah. pounds. So. But as you say, if Janovic is having a goal at the board mm. a little bit. Mm. You know, saying you promised me, I'm sure they would have had to to get him there. Yeah. One, they would have had to pay him a good money to come, but because he'll want a budget, won't he? Yeah, as you mentioned before, he's mm. got the pedigree. Yeah, you know, mm. they've um, that's Dave o- opening a coke by that the way, was, not yeah. beer. He's yeah. not like, <laughs> but um, but I'm bored of Tom now. Yeah. I've started, yeah. started on the beers, turning turn into alcohol <laughs> to get through the rest of the podcast. It is a diet coke, <laughs> yeah. um, but yeah, he's got the pedigree, he's done it before with. Mm with Fulham mm-hmm. in, in good style as well. Yeah. He's got, obviously, like I was saying before, he's got the um, the most possession in the league so far. I mean, it doesn't mean no point is what matters, but it shows they've kind of got it in them to control the ball and, and yeah. play a nice way, whether, you know, they got I mean, they signed Conor Harahan and Morgan Gibbs-White towards mm-hmm. the end of the window. Yeah. Robin Olsen from uh, Roma, I think, yeah. was meant to be Allison's replacement back in the day. Yeah. Um, I think Morgan with Gibbs White is a really nice sign. Yeah. He played really well against North End at Deepdale last season did he, for Swansea. Did he for Swansea? Yeah, did he? yeah, um, yeah. I thought he did quite well. But they, they've mainly been loan signings, haven't they? Yeah. Chef United's business has been loans, mainly loans. Yeah, yeah. And um, Ben Davies seems to be on the left side of a back three. Back three. Well, they played a back three under Wilder, didn't they, all the way through? Yeah. You know, and uh, it just suits him, doesn't yeah. it? Especially on the old, he's good enough to go on the overlap, the things like that that they get involved in. It's going to be hard to see him in a different yeah, shirt, though, be. isn't it? Because I know he's been out on loan a lot when he was at North End, but obviously never played against us, you know. And you thought when he went to Liverpool, well, at least he's not going to be playing mm. against you. If mm. he'd gone to Celtic, for example, yeah. not going to be playing against you. Yeah. And now he's in the same division. Yeah. But funny thing is with Davis though, he's not kicked a ball for Liverpool. If Liverpool were to say if if Davis was to have a good season at Sheffield United, and whether it's Sheffield United or someone else sign him, sign him next summer if Liverpool decide no they won't have him back, mm. 
they're going to make a fortune on it yeah. compared to what they paid. Yeah. You know, like, I, th- I think the whole deal was like 1.6 or something because mm. he was coming to the end of his contract at North End. How much of that was up front? I'm not, not, not a great deal, but mm. I think where North End will make any money out of Ben Davis long term is a sell on close, you know, like, uh, yeah. so you've got to hope that if Liverpool did sell Davis eventually, we get yeah. a good wedge out get of it. Get a nice little chunk. Mm. Um, I always remember Sheffield United, the little the the playoffs and stuff like that. They were we North End seemed quite sort of similar with Sheffield United at one point, both kind of challenging towards mm-hmm. the the top end and stuff. And then yeah. it's obviously the the playoffs with Greg Halford, yeah, Paddy Kenny. Even later than that, Tom, you think about a couple of seasons, well, three yeah, or four, League League One. Yeah, yeah, I think we left them behind in League One events mm. for a season or two. We beat them in the FA Cup that time. Yeah. To, Man to, United. Get, to set up, you know, got, they drew at our place and we went to Man United, went to Sheffield United on a Tuesday night, Gary yeah. scored two, Hunt scored one, got United in the next round. And once they came up, you know, you think, you think the season, started the season as well. Alex Neal's first season at North End when we finished seventh, mm. if you think about it, we went, end of that season, we went to Bramall Lane, last away game, mm. Alan Brown scored the winner. Yep. You know, um, and I think... 28th that, of April. Yeah. And yeah, there was one game left. There was a Burton <laughs> game, and, and that left North End in, out. There was a chasing pack who could have got the one playoff place. Yeah. There was about, going into that last game. There was about five different clubs who could have got in, mm. and we ended up being the, the only, only one. one. Yeah, because we beat Sheffield United, and a couple of other teams lost, didn't they? You know? Yeah. So, so even then, we were sort of neck and neck with them. But yeah. then the season after, they they greatly pushed on. Mm. They brought in McGoldrick, didn't they? And uh, yeah, people like that. Yeah. And, um, sort of. North End had that bad start and sort of fell off the pace then, didn't they? So yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I was just looking at, sorry, just looking at that game and that Burton one it reminds me of uh, Ben Pearson's like last minute goal where he oh, ran off the length of the pitch and, yeah. and was it like 4 1 in the end yeah. against Burton, relegated? No, it was 2 1. 2 1, yeah, set up Louis Malt, didn't he, for the goal? Yeah. Yeah, and because to be fair, Pearson gave some good photos for his celebrations afterwards when he, the rare occasions he did score, he just <laughs> turned into some sort of animal. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so yeah, one of those, it's a tough, tough place to go to yeah. be fair. Mm-hmm. Bramall Lane, yeah. Sheffield United need some sort of reaction, it'd be yeah. interesting. I think, I think Bristol City will affect the Sheffield United game mm-hmm. a lot. If they go and win again, yeah. it's a tough, tough run to stop PNE, three wins in a row, now winning away, yeah. getting the formula right, stuff like that. If, PNE lose going to Sheffield United is the more pressure again. No, is there a you all you don't want to lose two on the bounce? Do you? Yeah, yeah, is there the whole? Oh, well, it was those two were clearly just a fluke and all mm. this. So it depends how we're a little bit up and down. Goes. I yeah. think the reaction at the moment to anything North End do is either way up there or way down there. Start. We need a little bit more balance. A little yeah. thing. As as the manager says, never too high, never too low. Yeah. All that sort of. We stuff. all enjoyed the Swansea win, mm. but we didn't win the World Cup. Yeah. Losing somewhere, it ain't the end of the world, you know. You've just got to sort of try and a little bit more balance if we can, I think. Yeah, um, we it. don't want to be swinging towards this sack Frankie, yeah, giving the manager Keys the month award, City, things yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. You know, you've got to keep a little bit of balance in, in it, I think. You know, yeah. so I think it's important as well to start this month off, yeah, well. Oh, I as do. you mentioned, yeah, it's, yeah. Such a, it's such a busy month yeah. if you can generate a couple of wins back to back, that can quickly turn into yeah. three, four, five in a row. Mm. If you lose two in a row, yeah. again, that can quickly turn into if you can come two out of points sep- out of 15 yeah. or something. If you can come out of September in that first game in October, if you can go out with three wins mm. and a draw or something in there, it ain't that bad. Mm. It ain't that bad. Yeah, I, just 
it's just making sure, you know, three wins at the start of the season, just making sure these yeah. runs yeah. don't build They need up. a bit more consistency, don't they? Yeah. You know, like, we've, we've, we speak about this every week on yeah, the pod, yeah. you know, when we do it. That How patchy we're, they we're are. We're patchy, we just need... You know, even if it's following two wins up with a couple of draws and then getting back on the winning horse again, you know, like just just sort of just be a little bit consistent, you know. And it's quite a tricky month: Bristol mm. City, Sheffield United, mm. West Brom, Cheltenham yeah. in the Cup, Derby, Birmingham, Birmingham yeah. Stoke, QPR, yeah, then and then Derby the internationals. When we, we restarted, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so oh, Birmingham, yeah, Birmingham with Troy Deeney having come yeah. in there. Stoke have started well. I think they've invested, they've well, recruited really yeah. well. West Brom, obviously, are just a brilliant championship squad. Hugel coming in as, as an, an addition. To, just think that that West Brom side, that West Brom squad. You got PNE five aside team. Oh, yeah. You got Sam Johnson. Yeah. You got Malumbi. Mm. You got Adam Reach. You got Jordan Hugel. You got I forgot Callum about Robinson. Adam Reach. Yeah. yeah. Got, who would you play in defence? Yeah. Squad. Yeah, Adam Reach was like wing back, I wasn't think, he? No, I think I think you stick Malumbi at the back in that five aside engine. Yeah. 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 Callum Robinson bursting round up front. Yeah, I remember. Where was it? I, remember I feel like it was like I don't think it was but it was sort of like Huddersfield or mm. Sheffield Wednesday or something Adam Reach going from like left wing back mm. like the far post like run off half length at pitch to do it and I remember there was a period when he was at North End he was basically carrying the team he was, he was, he yeah. was, he was brilliant <laughs> he was relying on him and then he went to Chef Wednesday for four million pounds or something yeah, silly yeah but, uh, no but no it is a tough month actually mm. but as I say if they come out of that with three wins mm. I don't think you should be sniffing at that. So. I mean, for example, I think West Brom and Stoke will be in the top six come yeah. the end of the yeah. season. But they're both home games, aren't they? If we yeah. get our home form going. Um, QPR uh, have been tipped yeah, to be around yeah, there towards yeah. you know, some good, the end of it. Quietly put together a good squad there. Yeah. When you think they've got Lyndon Dykes. Yeah. They've Scored got, for Scotland. In yeah. They've got, the two strikes. They've got Austin, Austin and, and uh, Andre Gray. Andre Gray, Gray, that's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, Burnley connection. I knew yeah. there was a connection to him. Yeah. Little mix, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, my daughter always tells me, <laughs> <laughs> and Rob Dickey's having a good season at yeah. centre half, for yeah. example. People like that, yeah. you know. But you've got to get, you know, like oh, over the course of this, over the course of the season, you look at it, every championship game, you could look at and go, Oh, it's tough. They've got something, <laughs> yeah. and to be fair, you know, like I think, I think when you're so close to a club as a fan or as a reporter, you almost well, echo ig- chamber, you almost ignore yourself, yeah. yeah, you know, like, and there will be people looking at the Preston team when you hear other managers talking, yeah. Preston are really physical, they've got this, they've yeah. got such and such a player, and from the outside looking in, yeah, we've got our flaws, but we've also got some strengths, you know, mm. and I think it's, it's the same with every club, but obviously when you look at your West Brom, you look at Stoke or whatever, you know, you think, oh yeah, they're, they're quite strong, you know, mm. pretty, you know, very strong, you know, Fulham, etc. But, you know, a lot of this division is like, oh yeah, he's good, he's good on his day. Mm. And it's consistency down to a lot of it. And I think you will find, and it'll happen every season, for example, North End will be beaten by at least one of the teams that are relegated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They will also beat one of the team that goes up. Yeah. It's just the way, the way yeah. it works. The you record know. against the teams who went up last season was mm. pretty good. They yeah. got two points off Norwich, two draws off Norwich. They beat Brentford, who you know, got trashed at home. Yeah. And who else went to? Uh, Watford. So, Watford. Oh, no, I don't know, two things there. But then in the, you know, like the, the playoff teams, they got beat by Wickham as well, yeah, who, who went beat, down. For yeah. Example. But in the playoff teams, they beat Swansea once, they beat Barnsley once. So, you know, lost, you know. So it wasn't a bad record against yeah. the top six, yeah. Beat Bournemouth. Yeah, beat Bournemouth, yeah. You drew at home, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. But yeah, I think uh, Dave. That's about it. Is there anything yeah. else you'd, you'd like to add? No, I think is that noise stopped I from earlier. I, to be honest, I can't. I, we've been talking over it. It's just hot air. Too much. Yeah, too much hot air to yeah. hear it. 
So yeah. hopefully we've covered it yeah. with our nonsense. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. But all I have to say really is uh, make sure to keep in touch with us on Twitter at Seds underscore LEP at Tom Sandals and at LEP underscore football. Go to LEP.co.uk for daily PNE stories, something north end there every day and buy a paper because there's obviously PNE stuff in there every day as well. Well, all I have to say is thank you very much for listening. Yeah, and hopefully we'll come back with something from these next two away games yeah. we'll probably try and record again next, next Wednesday, Wednesday. Yeah, yeah after the Sheffield United match get, get into a rhythm now aren't yeah, we until I yeah. until I potentially move house and then it all goes <laughs> all goes to pot again but <laughs> yeah. for now mm-hmm. we're going to get into a rhythm and uh, keep consistent with the podcast and if there's a Tuesday game we'll record on the Wednesday if yeah. not we'll try and do it earlier in the week yeah. to give it as long as just we can. for consistency Tom did mm. you put your bins out because we spoke uh, do you know what I didn't we covered because... we covered your bins yeah. extensively last week right and people want to know about your bins. I don't use enough recycling to yeah. put it out every every, week, every time. Yeah. No, it's like it's less than half full, so I just yeah. don't bother. Yeah. So I'll do it. I'll do it in a couple of weeks. Yeah. I it's tell you, nice and easy. Right. Otherwise, it's got the black bin's got dog poo in it, so that's got to go. Oh, <laughs> Thanks for lowering the tone there. I just say uh, I went on a gardening spree on Sunday. Oh. You know, with International Weekend. Yeah, yeah. And I tell you one thing. Gardening leave. When the when when the brown bin goes tomorrow at our place, I tell you. Dustman's going to get a hernia lift in that. I tell you one thing, wow. You know, so. Yeah, cleared out. No no recent floods as well. You're prone no. for flooding your garden, isn't it? I remember. We're all right now. We're yeah, all right. Yeah. I've got some drainage put in. So oh, right. I'm all right. Had a bit, had a bit of uh, work done. Yeah, yeah. Just put a grid in the air. So it's fine now, yeah. So, yeah. Right. Still got to mow the lawn though. So, uh, oh, yeah. Pruning the future trees, oh, you know. So. Puppy constantly scrapes like stones into my grass. I, before every time I've got a hoover, uh, hoover, wow. Right. Every time I've got to mow the grass. Yeah. Every time I've got to mow the grass, I've got to spend like 15 minutes there picking every single individual stone. And when I do it, if I, if she's still outside, everyone I put back, mm. she thinks it's a game then. Uh. So she'll pick it up and chuck it back. <laughs> I'm there like getting outwitted by this little puppy. It's so annoying. I've got to put her away before I can do anything. It's good training, Tom, if you ever have kids. Oh, Trust God, me. Don't, yeah. don't, don't go there. I'm all right. Um, anyway, so on a holiday. I think it's time to end now. We've done yeah. the offense, we've done bins, and we've done the back garden. So. Yeah. What on, more could you want? On that note. Yes. I'll Thank speak. you very much for listening. We'll see you next week. <laughs>